What's going on, people? This is another episode of Two Brothers Podcast. You're here with your boy, James. And Gary. And today, we're going to talk about loyalty. Um, first off, let me apologize. Um, I know this is not the first time I had to apologize, but we done had a lot of shit going on in the last two months um, between the two of us, um, personally. And trying to get back right, so I figured loyalty should be... One of the episodes that we, we kind of come back with, um, I know I've personally talked a lot in the last shit, almost since the beginning, about how big loyalty is to me. And any of my of our viewers or our fans that that listen to us know that loyalty fucking matters. Like I put loyalty over everything. I give you the shirt off my back if I feel like you're a loyal person to me. Um, but. A lot of my loyalty, I realize, lies in the old world. And I say the old world as in uh, back in the day when loyalty really meant something. Like, like I'm sorry, but these young dudes, they, they don't fucking get loyalty. They think loyalty is, oh, that's my man. I'm sitting here. I got this soda. I'm going to give him half of it if he wants some, or I'm going to let him smash this bitch if I don't give a fuck about her. But, nigga, that's... That's loyalty, but that shit is like service level loyalty. I'm talking about like old school Word is bond. G code loyalty. Like, I don't give a fuck what happens. If you break this shit, I don't fucking know you no more type shit. And and then I saw a meme that kind of goes with that today, which said, um Fuck, how did the meme go? Um I give you the shirt off my back and the pants off my body but if you cross me I'm done with you it don't mean I hate you I just want you to, I, I want to eat and I don't mind you eating you just got to eat at a different fucking table or some shit like that mm. and it really hit home to me because for me like I, I'm super aggressive I got a super ass attitude and I'm I, I'm real quick to cut people off. So if you if you you generally do some shit to me where I feel like your loyalty is questioned, I'm cutting you the fuck off. You don't exist no more. Eat shit and die, motherfucker. I don't got shit for you. Um, and that shit put it in perspective for me because I'm like, damn, like I ain't never thought about it like that. Like just because I don't fuck with you, don't mean I gotta be out to be at your neck. Like you stay the fuck over there. I stay the fuck over here. It is what it is, but it really put a lot of things in a perspective for me in the thought process of G-code, quote unquote, life. Like, and I mean G-code, like, nigga, don't do no grimy shit. Don't do no shit behind my back. If we boys, we fucking boys. Be real. Be honest. Tell me when I'm fucking wrong. Tell me when I'm fucking right. If I'm not fucking there, nigga, you better fucking defend me. If I'm not fucking there, nigga, you better have my people's back. If if you with me, you with us, nigga. And that shit don't exist no more. And I don't understand when it changed or if I missed it. And I just, it just goes into the other part of my old soul. Um. Well, first, like I said it earlier, but like word is buying. Like I grew up. I, it wasn't until I was older that I realized that I grew up around like a lot of old school gangsters. Yeah, bro. Like I, I don't and fuck with the, I don't fuck with niggas that age like that, bro. Most of my most of my real 
Like close, close people is old. Like no, because there was, I mean, old school game. Okay, first, old school gangsters were different. Like there was rules to this game, and they used to follow it. First rule was, you know, no candy for kids, no candy for pregnant women. You don't hurt kids. The kid that's, and you're t- you actively tell people they not to get not to join this life because you know. I mean, like, young blood, you don't want this life. You better with your shit. Yeah, you don't want this life. You don't want this. Because you're looking out for the next motherfucker. Exactly. And then the shit just changed when people wanted this life. And I think that motherfuckers started seeing the benefits of the work and not learning the code. Nah, bro. I think, think, honestly, I think it's more so of I want the most I can get for me now. Like, used to be, hey, it's five of us eating at the table, nigga. We all eating the same amount. Even if we didn't all put in that same amount of work. We did this shit together. We worked together. We gonna make this shit happen together. Now niggas is like, yo, I'm just trying to be the man. Yeah. Fuck you. Fuck that nigga. I smile in your face and be your best friend. But nigga, I'm just trying to be the man out here. I don't give a fuck about who I got to step on and what I got to do to be that nigga. No, but that's what I was saying. Like, I was watching some video and it was like, this gangster was talking about it. Like... They they see the work but they don't see the code and he was he, what he the example he gave I think it was a video with Michael J. White like so no candy for kids right and you you my man's and you break that rule so you get pissed whipped in the street and embarrassed and sent out of the game you never but do that shit again. but the but the young kids just see you pistol whipped your homie for crossing you for some reason but they don't know the reason and. Then they think that shit's how that that shit's gonna put them on, and that shit's hard. And that, so they just start betraying friends who crossed them, but they don't understand what he betrayed. He didn't betray the friend; he betrayed the game. He betrayed the loyalty and truth that we all live by. And I think like people started to people just don't have codes anymore. Like once my father told me that shit, and it was it was just influenced by all movies and just growing up that. A man who don't got his word don't got shit. If I can't believe the shit that's coming out your mouth, you're worthless. Money's fictional. Land is temporary. And that's, I mean, that's all loyalty is. It's me believing the words coming out of your mouth. And I, it's like, I look at people who have these large friend groups and I'm just sitting here like, how many of these people do you actually trust? I mean, think how about it like pe- this. I mean, that, that makes sense. Because think about it like this. The first thing that comes to mind when you say that shit is look at all these fucking rappers. Is, they get gunned down, bro. Yeah. Half of these niggas in the last five years, probably more than half of these niggas, most of these motherfuckers in the last five years. Getting set up by somebody. It's one of your motherfucking friends, nigga. Like, I shouldn't have to. I, I, I cannot. I hate riding in the car with niggas behind me in the first place. There's no way I'm going to let a nigga that's supposed to be my friend ride in my car and I got to worry about this nigga trying to shoot me in the back of the fucking head, bro. Yeah. Like, there's no... I, I, I just don't... I don't understand. Like, I can't even put it to this generation because it's a lot of older niggas now, too. This, well, now I don't say older, but it's a lot of niggas our age group, too, from fucking 15 to 35 right now. Is out here trying to live this quote unquote savage life, or trying to trying to but, act like they friends with a motherfucker. I want to bring it down like real quick. Just just hear me on this, right? If we play Uno, 
and I feel that I can't leave my cards on a table and walk away without you peeking at my cards. Yeah. We not friends. Yeah. Yeah. No, no bullshit. Like that's not even money, drugs. That's like, like that's we take easy, Uno. That's some easy childish shit, bro. We take it. This Uno game is serious because we playing it. And I put my cards down to go go handle some shit, and I gotta worry about you. I gotta bring my cards because you gotta look at them. You were cheated, yeah. Like that's life right there. Yeah. I don't know, bro. Like, it's as a person, I feel like I should be able to. If you were my friend, I should be able to. If we hanging out and chilling, and something happened, and I need to leave. I should be comfortable enough to leave you in my house with my with my family. Hmm. Other than that, you're not my friend. Yeah. Because if I can't trust you around the, the thing that I hold the most, can't fucking trust you. That's like, that's a barbecue and I need to go pick up some ice. Nah, so-and-so here, I can't go. Can you, let's, let's or, you, or nigga, you got to ride with me. Or, hey, nigga, you got to go outside. Bruh, I was at, who the fuck, I was at somebody's house. Couple weeks ago, and I went somewhere. I mean, I was I was at the house, and they was about to go somewhere. And they looked at one of the other people that was there, and was like, "Yo, you gotta go with me." And when the nigga came back, I was like, "Bro, why you make the nigga go with you?" And he was like, "Cause I wasn't leaving this motherfucker in my house." I'm like, "What the fuck are they here for?" <laughs> like, if if I can't leave you here, if I cannot leave you somewhere and trust that nothing in the circumstance is gonna change. Why the fuck? Why should I even talk to you? Here's my thing, though, right? Why would you even want to hang out with someone who don't trust you? That is true, because it say something about your character. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're willing to put up with that. So I know somebody out there that's like, but yeah, you got different levels of friends. No, you fucking like don't. don't. No, you do not. You got enemies, you got close to you, and you got friends. Like, that's it. Like fuck out of here! I ain't even gonna approach it on that concern because that's a whole nother that's a whole nother easy ass cop out. They're not levels to friends just simply because if that person is not, especially at over thirty, if that person is not your good friend, that person is an acquaintance, and if mm-hmm. that person is an acquaintance, there's no way that you should be hanging out with them in. A friend capacity. And I say friend capacity because of frequency of friends. Your friends, uh, not including the people that work crazy ass fucking hours, but as a normal nine to five kind of person, your friends you see. Your friends you talk to. Mm-hmm. You don't talk to or see that person. They, they, Y'all are friendly. Y'all are still cool. But at that point, that person is an acquaintance. That person is no longer your friend. Mm-hmm. But if you hang out with an acquaintance on a friend level, you shouldn't be hanging out with this person. Yeah. And that happens so fucking often because so many people, I don't want to do this alone or I don't want to go there alone or I don't have nobody here. Fuck all that shit. I'd rather be by myself and know that I'm I'm safe in a good spot than to sit on the couch with a motherfucker that I got worried they're going to do some shit to me when I fall asleep. Yeah. yeah Even all the way down to that fucking drone on people shit, bro. Mm. Nigga. I know, I know that's it's kind of a stretch on that shit, but I feel like yeah, because loyalty lies in that shit too. There, it's I like that fuck with people when they sleep. It's cool when that's the friend dynamic. Like we 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 roommates, and we used to put shaving cream or crack eggs on your head when you were asleep. But it was just 
party foul, first one to fall asleep because you drunk. But anybody that's not in that circular group at that party try something, yeah. they getting their ass whooped. Like, that's, what the fuck are you doing? That's like, um, I, I had a friend. Uh, me and her used, me and her used to play fight all the time. And we was walking in the mall. And I picked her little ass up and I was about to put her in the trash. I was pretending like I was going to put her in the trash and shit. And this woman stopped me. And she looked me down in my face and she was like, you shouldn't do that. Because what if somebody else thinks they can do that to her? And I looked at her and I was like, I would beat the holy shit out of them. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, so, I mean, there's not, to me, there's not different types of friends. Like, I have one type of friend. I have, because for my friends, it's because it's your friends are the family you choose. So... For my friends, like you said, bro, shirt off my back. Fuck it. It's a gas shortage. You in Wardo, if you need me, I'm there. Really? Now I don't need no gas money, bro. You needed me. I'm here. And it's just like, for some people, that friendship, and it's like, it, it don't, I don't, nah, you don't, I don't have to trust all my friends. Then what's the point? Yeah, nigga, I don't need you. <laughs> That's why you end up with that whole TikTok challenge where people are saying like two truths and a lie. And one and finding out like, oh, your best friend fucked your girl or some shit like that. It's all crazy shit that cause you put yourself well person and you knew you put them in a status that they probably they don't fucking deserve. Yeah. And you ignore so many little things and now here and then something big happened and fell into your fucking lap. So it's like loyalty is loyalty is not put on the fucking level it should be in. Nah. Because, again, there's so many people now that's so desperate for companionship. Facts. There's so many people desperate for, not even necessarily somebody physically there with them, but somebody to talk to, somebody that'll listen to their shit. I can't tell you how many people that I know, myself included, I can think about one specific instance at the moment. Did you deal with people knowing that you don't fucking like that person? Or you don't want to be bothered with that person, but you don't want to hurt their feelings, so you keep them around. But in keeping that person around, you look up, and now you're giving yourself a disservice because you're burdening yourself with something that you don't really value in the first place. So if you don't value that relationship, and they look at you as a friend and, and not vice versa, who is to say that at that point you're not taking advantage to that of that person? Hmm. That's one thing I can say about my fucking psychosis of abandonment issues and being a loner and not not having real not being able to connect to people on deep levels unless they've been around for a super long time. It's like, bro, it's not difficult for me to cut people off. Like I just I go to movies by myself. I go out to eat. I go to Korean barbecue by myself. I go to fancy restaurants by myself. And it's just like. I think this motherfucker might steal some fries off my plate. I don't need to be around this nigga. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, fries <laughs> off. Yeah. Because yeah, it's, people was like, what? I mean, like, yeah, my girl does that shit, and that's the dynamic. And I mean, like, that's the whole point is, like, the dynamic that you set up. And it's like, people just be f- like, oh, I guess that's how that person is. They just not good with playing games without cheating. Like, no. Like, if this shit is important, like, what? Like, if you're cheating me on the non-important shit. You're definitely cheating me on some shit that matters. Yeah, and it's... And I think a lot of that starts with... We do that shit with family, too. Like, stepping away from friends, we accept disloyal family members because we told we have to. 
So because oh, no, friend, fuck, I cut your ass off in the heartbeat. That's you. But think about it though. Because we are told we're forced to accept disloyal family members, Don't and your friends shit. are the family you choose. You and it's you by association. You, I, I mean, I get your logic, but that shit for me, man. I don't give a fuck. You could be my sister. I don't. Give, hey, you did some dirty shit, or you did some shit that I don't like, and you ain't respond the right way. Fuck you, bro. I don't. I, I'm. I'm one of those people that I feel like. I can exist without almost anybody. Like, not to say every single person in my life is expendable, but it doesn't mean that you have to put up with somebody's shit mm. just because of their title. Facts. And I feel like a lot of people put up with people's shit because of the title. Like, you hear niggas all the time, oh, that's been my nigga since, like, the third grade. So the fuck what? I guess it's over then. Like, okay, that nigga, that, that's been your nigga for, since the third grade. You know how he is. He know how you are, but you still do whatever the fuck happened. So knowing the other person didn't matter. It didn't change the circumstance. You still would do what you're going to do. So what the fuck? No, in fact, I mean, people use that. Like as people an associate time with levels of loyalty and levels of respect. And that shit is, is not true at all. And it's like, you use the fact that i know known him since third grade as an excuse when that shit is the defining reason why they should not have done that. Yeah. So it's it's weird how people, people in being alone will put up with a lot of shit. I think that's, I truly think that's why loyalty dropped. Because so you if you think loneliness and loyalty have a correlation? Mm-hmm. Because if you don't want to be alone, you will just put up with shit. And I think... There's not, there's not a lot of good shit that came from our parents' generation because they were a lot fucked up. They was the fucked up ones before we got fucked up. Yeah, but being... It caused our ADHD craze. <laughs> but being okay with being by themselves allowed them to, ha- to, to care more about loyalty. Yeah. Because if I don't... You don't need people I don't around. need you, so I, I don't mind you being dispensable. Mm-hmm. That that makes a lot of sense. Cause yeah, cause I I pretty much like I said in the beginning, like I have that old school mentality. Like that's cool. Anything I can fucking do with you, I can do with somebody else, or by my motherfucking self. Like I can count on my hands the amount of friends I have. I had somebody the other day ask me. It literally was yesterday. Ask me, yo, why you don't never invite me over to your house? Why we won't ever why we won't ever kick it unless I hit you first? And my immediate response <laughs> was I don't invite no fucking body to my house. If you my friend and you really my friend, you know my fucking door is always welcome. I mean it's always open. If you fucking wanna come over, you hit me and say, Hey, you free, I'ma come over. <laughs> you don't hit me and ask me, hey, what are you doing today? Is it? Are you available for me to come over? Is it all right? Nigga, if you got to ask if it's all right for you to come to my house, we not fucking friends. Yeah. My house is your house. That is the motto for the people that I allow into my circle, into my house for real. My house is your house. You need something and I got it. You got that shit. I'm not going to tell you no unless that shit is, is special for something else, but... You got to qualify to be in that circle. As a Scorpio, I'm skeptical as fuck about any and everybody I meet. Like, 
bro, I really think it's just a black man thing. I've learned recently it's not though, bro. Well, then it, us being not. A, you being a Gemini, like I'm, I'm, I'm with you on this being skeptical of motherfuckers. Like, nah, but for me, like I feel like it's it's like like OCD level worse. Like my immediate reaction to a person is to size them up, try to figure out how to beat their ass, and then right after that, try to figure out what the fuck your angle in life is. And if I don't get a good vibe from either one of them situations. I ain't got shit to say to you, bro. Like, Kevin Gay said, <laughs> Kevin Gay said that shit in one of his interviews. He was like, man, I can gauge whether I even want to talk to a person by the vibe that I get walking up to them and the level of eye contact they give me or something, something similar to that. And I was like, yeah, nigga, that's, that's, that's like a true vibe. Like, if, if I walk up to you and I don't get a good feeling or I, you seem a little sketchy, bro, nah, I could chop it up with anybody. I could talk to you about any fucking thing for any amount of time. You two gift, gift the gab, motherfuckers. Like, but if I feel like your soul is off, I don't give a fuck what you're saying to me. I don't give a fuck about your intention because something ain't right. And nigga, you might try to stab me in my sleep. Mm. That shit is, that shit is crazy to me, bro. Like, I, I even went as far as to try to like befriend younger people around me to, you know, help influence, nigga. You know, <laughs> try help influence, try help get people's mindsets a little bit better. Not even like off some big brother type shit, but like, hey, like you look at me and you ask me questions about this and where I'm at in my life and why I chose to do these things. No G shit, because you just been around the game. If you don't at least take heed, I'm not telling you to fucking, you got to model my life or mimic, but you came to me from shit and you don't at least take heed to anything I said. It's a waste. And that's that's what happened. And it's like, bro, talking to, talking to young niggas is a, it's a exhausting. Fucking waste of time, bro. Like, everybody want to be on some... Kingpin shit. I'm the man. I'm pop. They would be on that cool people shit, bro. I'm trying to tell you. That shit is not... Maybe, as I'm thinking, maybe it's the fact that everybody can sell drugs now. Like, think about it, bro. Like, back back when not damn back when we was kids nigga you niggas had this block or you had this corner like you had your fucking area somebody came to your area niggas on that shit was like dangerous anybody can sell so not everybody can sell drugs like oh nah lonel up the street he the nigga that got the shit or zoe over there he got the shit it's now is oh i got six fuck nigga i can look at my phone right now (laughs) i got eight fucking weed man nigga eight not including three other people I know to sell drugs that don't that I don't fucking want to buy drugs from. But there's no reason that there should be that many drug dealers. And I know three niggas that sell weed on the same block, on the same motherfucking block. There's no reason, but the availability for that to happen is probably the cause of the issue of loyalty. Like nigga, I don't need you to eat no more. I could go eat myself. Shit, it's motherfuckers that recycle, reservice. I, <laughs> I bought weed from you. <laughs> Cause I had a man that needed some weed. I upcharged this nigga ten dollars. <laughs> I made out. And now you think you're a little drug dealer. So now you got a couple clientele. And now you done phased your man out because you fucking stealing his work instead of just being a middleman and being your friend. Oh yeah, my man got that shit. Let me run and get it for you. It's the same fucking price. Yeah. 
The loyalty not there no more because the game is fucked up. Yeah, you saying everybody can sell weed? Yeah, because you can sit up. Like I don't, I don't do any drugs, but I know a lot of motherfuckers that <laughs> sell. <laughs> like it ain't hard, bro. Just, I make a couple cone phone calls, bro. Even all the way up until when I was in college, I think I had. One weed man that was under 35. And that was when shit was readily available. Motherfuckers now. Oh, my God. Actually, I've never. I, I, probably, I don't know if I told you the story, right? And if I told you the story, you know what I'm talking about. If you don't, I'll tell you after the podcast. I don't like putting people's business out there. But I was walking with these two. The two shorties used to live next door to you. Yeah. I was walking with them. And, you know, he used to live next door to me. Yeah. His son was driving by, and we wanted to go, like, up the block or somewhere. Like, I don't know what the fuck we was going to somebody's house. And he was like, yo, can you give us a ride? And I know who he was and what he was about because motherfuckers is always cool and willing to talk to me. So he's like, yeah, we get in the car. We're driving up. Then up the hill, I see the cops stripping the dude's car, like. Got the tools set out, taking the seats out and shit. So we, so we, so that was the day it was my car. <laughs> nah, it was, <laughs> it was somebody else. Uh, like, you, just, you want to tell my story? Go ahead. Nah. <laughs> so I look him, I, I look him dead in the face. I was like, "Yo, what do you got in the car?" Because I know who's driving. He was like, "You want to be honest with you?" I'm like, "Yeah." He was like, "You sitting on the coke and the gun is in the trunk." I was like, "Listen." I'm getting out. I'm going to walk past these cops. You can pick me back up after you drive past them to take me where we're going. I look at the girls in the back, and they was like, why you getting out? You scared? I was like, oh, okay. Never mind. So I got out the car. <laughs> and I, you know, jogged past the police, and he drove past. They didn't get pulled over, nothing like that. And I got back in the car. So the girls in the back seat was looking at me like I was a bitch because I was scared. And I'm like, but he... Never say nothing. He understood what the fuck I was doing, why I did what I did, and had nothing bad to say about it because he got it. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, yeah. And the, the girls in the back seat, they were, they were these young people that's glamorizing that shit. He knew what would happen if he got caught with the coke in the front. That's the reason he had the gun in the trunk because he would have got lesser sentence for that shit. But you get caught, you get caught with the drugs and the gun. Yeah. And with me sitting on it, they're going to think it's mine. I stashed it. So it's like that's that was a perfect example of like old school gangsters and these young boys. I didn't even know that nigga was about that like that fucked me up. <laughs> Bruh! I didn't even know that nigga was about that shit. Nah, he was he was about that life. Hey. I was sitting there and he made a deal right in front of me and I was like, oh I didn't know. And he was like, yeah. So I was just like, alright, cool. I changed his category to drug dealer and I knew some people just don't fuck with like like he, he, he actually pushing real weight, and motherfuckers out here be doing these fucking dime bag deals three times a week, and talking about pushing weight. Like, no, I know niggas who used to push real drugs, and was really out here to take somebody's life when you fucking crossed them. But niggas now, they ready to shoot regardless. So, off no principle at all. You know it's crazy though, because that wasn't even my point in bringing up this loyalty topic. <laughs> No, I got you, but it's, it's just, just no, no. I'm not saying like that specifically. I'm saying like the whole this whole rant that we've been going on 
it wasn't even my point. My no, it's I, the reason why it's really where I feel like it took this wave. The streets de- decided what loyalty was. We didn't learn loyalty from police. We didn't learn loyalty from school. Streets showed us what loyalty was. That's when the shit hit the fan and you know, the drug dealers running from the cops. Oh, I don't know where you went, officer. I'm sorry. Don't get involved. Like that. Sh- that showed you. That stopped snitching. You. We learned loyalty in the streets. And when the streets started to change, these kids learning a new breed of this loyalty shit. That's not loyalty. It's you're my friend until it's inconvenient. You're my friend until you have something I want. Yeah. You're my friend until you're in my way. But this whole the whole thought process growing up was rising tides raise all ships. So your man's who's a drug dealer. It's gonna look out for you, nigga. He gonna he he, he will foot your tuition bill because you're on your way out the hood. Bruh. And think nothing of it and expect nothing of it. Now motherfucker, now motherfucker buy you, <laughs> motherfucker buy you McDonald's and he thinks he got the rights to fuck your sister. It's, it's <laughs> <laughs> yo, it's it's crazy you say that shit, right? Cause uh, that's the next door. That's not her. It's crazy you say that shit, cause my my big homie in college. Like nigga put me on the to to the game for real. I I looked at like he was I don't say the how can I put this? I looked at him with so much faith and respect as a friend cuz that nigga was there for me in some real like tough nigga type shit. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't until probably like four or five years ago that I found out how dirty this nigga really could be. Mm. And it was some slight shit for me, like something happened with me and him over some some little money that wasn't even that big of a deal. I tried to let go, but whatever. And then... People started hearing the story about what happened with us. Like, they would ask me, oh, why are you and this nigga not so close no more? And I would tell motherfuckers, and they'd be like, yeah, he a motherfucker. Like, he an asshole. And they would tell me all this fucked up shit that he would do to them. But, like, yo, that nigga never did none of that shit to me. Like, that nigga was a loyal motherfucker. And it's crazy because you see in the world how even people, like, like say you, you deal with somebody that crosses you. And you come to me, your your natural instinct is to come to me and say, hey, look, this will happen with such and such. You got to watch that motherfucker. But just because you got to watch that motherfucker in a loyalty situation doesn't mean that that person holds this other relationship on that same level. They can be loyal to you and disloyal to me. And that, that shit is crazy to me, bro. Like. If you're a loyal person, you should be loyal all the way around. Like, if, I, if I'm if i to the point where I call you a friend, no matter who the fuck you are or what the fuck we've been through, I should look at you on the same lines that I look at the next nigga that's my friend because you called yourself my friend. Yeah, I don't. I call that situational loyalty. That I don't shit ain't, that I, shit I, don't, wild, I don't believe that shit. Like, oh, I'm only loyal to this nigga. Like... Like I get depths of loyalty, but depths. Even you loyal, no, or you but, not, bro. But stay with me, right? Like, all right, you. That's that's to drive the wall off, get get the shirt off my back, no questions asked, right? But I got another friend who 
I would never slight him, but I'm not driving the water off to give him my shirt. But I'm still, but it's not like I'm out here being driving the water off to give you my shirt, but fucking these, but fucking all these people in the house going through the house and stealing their shirts. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I'm not being disloyal to none of these people, yeah. but I'm not gonna be as loyal to them as I'm as loyal to you because that's a disservice to you. I get the thought process, but this is one of those same room, different sides. And I know I'm probably one of the the rare people. I thought you was one of the people too, but I I think I'm I'm probably one of maybe two people that I know that I don't have no in between. Like if I'm loyal to you, I'm a hundred percent loyal to you. Only in the only instance where my loyalty would come to a measurable level is hmm because I don't know if you're thinking about it's that. putting two it's pitting two loyalty situations that are opposite one another but see really think about that though because that means that you're zero to a hundred or everything nigga you're zero to a hundred so until so if you so I don't trust you I don't have loyalty to you until I have loyalty to you. And once I have loyalty to you, I'm 100% loyal to you. Yeah. You don't, so that, And then once you cross me, I don't fuck with you at all. Yeah, I just... Like, think, of, think, about, think about me and since you know me, nigga, I go from, I don't trust this motherfucker. I don't trust this motherfucker. Oh, I had this heart-to-heart conversation with this motherfucker. Eh, we cool. I fuck with this nigga now. And I trust this nigga. And then you look up and you're like, oh, what happened to such and such? I don't fuck with this nigga at all no more. He did some dirty shit. Cause I'm all the way in or I'm all the way the fuck out. I'm not, I'm not, I don't got time for the middle of the road shit. Like, there have been countless times. And it's funny you say drive the water off. Like, so probably like ten, That's a whole nother country. It's probably like 10 years ago, right? This nigga I used to work with, it's my man. Like I was in this nigga. We I literally I started I started working at Enterprise. He was my trainer. Within like a month, we was tight as fuck. We hung out all the goddamn time. And then we was cool. We was cool. We got closer and closer. Pause. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we got closer and closer. And then I was in this nigga wedding. And then his wife didn't like me. So literally didn't say shit to me. After the wedding, the nigga blocked me. We wasn't cool no more. Haven't heard from this nigga since. But... Two weeks before his wedding, this nigga called me in the middle of the night, 3 o'clock in the morning, bro. I'm drunk as fuck coming from this bitch house. I passed, I passed out at the light while the light was red. I got pulled over. If you don't come right now, I'm going to get arrested and they're going to impound my car. And it was, I want to say it was like Memorial Day weekend or some shit. So he wasn't going to go in front of the magistrate until like Tuesday. And working in Enterprise, nigga, you work fucking holidays. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> so we went through. I I was like, bro, like, really? And he was like, bro, I really need you. And I'm like, nigga, you live in Waldorf. Your parents are in Waldorf, which is where the fuck you're going 10 minutes away. You want me to drive an hour to come get you? Yes. I said, all right, bro. Got up. Put my fucking clothes on. And drove all the way to fucking Waldorf. To help move this nigga's car. And then drive him home to go back home to get up in an hour to go to work. I don't have no cut cars of my loyalty. Either 
I fuck with you. I might him and haw and bitch and complain about doing this shit. Yeah, I can imagine you right now. <laughs> Piss the shit. Cuss I might him and haw and complain and bitch about doing some shit. But, bro, loyalty is all. You have your word and you have fucking loyalty. You're not loyal to the people that you call your friends or to your family. Then you don't give a fuck about nobody. And it's sad to say I know so many people now that don't give a fuck about nobody. But your explanation as to why everybody's out for self kind of, it kind of makes sense. Like, if I got to look out for you and for me, it's going to be less for me. Hmm. But, nigga. No, I'm, I'm thinking about, okay, so, I like, for me, work friends are, I don't like work friends. Because work friends are really acquaintances. Cause I, I ain't going to lie to you. Work friends is the best friends you're going to have. And the thing about it like this, and I say that for the simple fact. You spend the majority of your awake time at work, especially if you're a manager, you spend the majority of your work time. I mean, of your of your time awake in the day, at work. Mm-hmm. You come home, you spend a couple hours with your family. You driving to and from work, you spend a couple hours, maybe an hour or two by yourself. But the bulk of your time is spent at work, getting to know the things that piss those people off. Or the things that make them excited and enjoyed. Again, especially if you're a manager, those are the things that you need to know. You inadvertently get to know the ins and outs of their life. Yeah, but if if the friendship does not work, does not survive after someone leaves the job or a different department, then it's an acquaintanceship. That's why I said like work friends is work friends to me. I don't like work friends because you don't know as long as because you have to go to work. You don't know if you're real friends. Until the job is not a thing. Well, see, I'm I'm one of those people that if I fuck with you at work, we usually gonna hang out after work. I'm a social butterfly, so I fuck with people like at work that I don't want to hang out with outside of work. Nah, if I don't fuck, if I can't fuck with you at work, I don't fuck with you. And if you don't smoke, or at least drink and get fucked up, I don't fuck with you. Like if I don't, if I if I if I look at you and I say I can't be friends with you, or if I'm having a bad day. And I come to Hold work. On. Yeah, sorry about that, y'all. We had a little technical difficulty, so we're going to hop back into it. Not really 100% sure where we left off at, but back on the topic of loyalty, after your story about how you went to go pick up your man who was drunk, right? Because I was saying that I'm not a big fan of work friends because, you know, you don't know if you're real friends. If, ah, if, okay, okay, yeah. If, yeah. Uh, if I can't hang out with y'all outside of work, can't get yeah. a drink with you. But I'm a big, I'm a big believer in going out with... The people that I spend the most time with to be able to build that bond. I got you. Like I said, like I have a I have a just have a I have a specific work friend in mind. And me and him spend a lot of our time talking shit about other employees at the company. And like I've I could actually see myself hanging out with him outside of work. And my loyalty and I can see myself building loyalty to him where like I purposely I purposely make sure I'm at work on certain days to make sure that they're not alone oh no I'm not doing that shit I, I used to hate that I used to hate no, but schedule, schedule manipulation you know, I used to hate that it's probably because it was more difficult at the places you worked at but like I make the fucking schedule <laughs> like I'm the big boss, Rick Ross. And it's just like, so I get what you mean. Like, yes, I have not 
driven from my house from 40 minutes to somebody else's house to help them move a fucking couch out the basement. I'm your brother. You ain't got no fucking choice. <laughs> you don't fucking show up. I know where you live, nigga. But, I, I, yeah, I, I purposely have gone into work not feeling 100% because I knew that person was going to be there and I'd be damned if they are just left to the bullshit of my workplace by themselves. So I've gone in and made sure and then took off the next day. So, I think you're right, yeah. I mean, I just have to frame it, frame the reference around the environment that that friend or more is in to, to really see, like, you're right. I kind of don't have an in-between because if I didn't have loyalty to this person, this person never crossed me, this person was, like, uh, was really there for me. Like, on the Friday, I, when yeah. shit hit the fan, yeah. like, I was there. I was, no, it was a Thursday, I'm sorry. I was I was there. I was in it, losing my. F- and it was like I got you, whatever you need. And I was like, I can't be here. And it was like leave then. Yeah. And they, I was like, I. I, I mean, yeah, I, but 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 that's that real loyalty. That's that. Yeah. That's that true friendship. I might have to suffer a little bit, but I'm gonna help you out. And as, as you're talking, I'm thinking like the amount of people that are that I still keep close, and even. The friends that I've declassified from friends to associates is still like, especially the people that I that I picked up as as relationships from work. Like if I talk to you, like hey, I got you. Whatever the fuck you need, even if I don't see you all the time, you you jump back from that acquaintance to that friend because you go through more shit with the people that work than you do with a lot of your friends. Hmm? Like, especially if you got a real job, like, nigga, they see you at your best, they see you at your worst, and not only do they see you at your best and your worst, like, your regular at-home friends, but they have to deal with you at your best and your worst because y'all on the same fucking team at work. Yeah. And it really carries a lot of weight when, like, a motherfucker could leave, like, a whole hour earlier, but then it's like, all right, I can leave now. Well, what do you need to do? What, what do I need to do to make sure you can leave when I can leave? Yeah. So... No, you're right. I, I guess that's when we're, we're not in the same room. We're literally on the same side. I just had to really yeah, think think, about, it th- think about that shit. Most people don't really value the, the relationships they got or the, the loyalty that they have with coworkers. They look at it as, oh, this is a job. You know, like, don't get me wrong. I subscribe to if you have an issue with somebody at work, this is a job. Y'all don't fucking got to be friends. Do your fucking job. Go to fuck home. Mind your goddamn business. Leave that shit alone. And if you cross them, be petty as shit. Exactly. But at the same time, for those people that are able to establish workplace friendships, those loyalty ties usually extend way past the normal shit that you would have with a lot of your day-to-day quote-unquote friends. No. Mm-hmm. Loyalty is life, bro. I can't, I can't, even, I can't stress that enough. I couldn't, yeah, I mean, if you think about having a life of no loyalty without being able to trust the people, loyalty and trust, I feel like are two. They're not synonymous, but that's just because I got a trust issue. Nah, I think every everyone everyone who I believe I have their their loyalty is people I know I can trust. Like I don't see how I can have your loyalty and not trust you because there's always a downfall. Like even if you look at Adam and Eve. Eve is loyal. I don't believe... Whatever. I don't believe the story. It's a whole new conversation, but that's a, that's a different topic. But 
even if you look at the the story of Adam and Eve, mm-hmm. Adam was still loyal to Eve. Eve was still loyal to Adam. But shouldn't have trusted that bitch. She led him astray. Did she though? Yeah. She talked that nigga, hey, I give you this. I got this good pussy for you. I got this good pussy for you. You got to eat this apple. I'm sorry. That's going to be problematic for somebody that's a religious freak. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? But nah, like, like all some real shit. Like, I feel like they're not synonymous just because I can feel like you're loyal to me, but I know you as a person. So I know in a certain aspect, I can't trust for something to happen. I don't get that. To, for, to me, they're synonymous. If I have, like, we got loyalty. So, no matter how sideways something looks that you've done, my first instinct is to trust that it had a reason, a valid reason for it to get done, for it to be done that way. All right, I'm going to give you something basic, and I'll move from there. But it's, it happened in my head, and it was funny. So, I feel like you were loyal to me. I do. To, to no fault, no regard. Blind loyalty, if you even call it that. But... If I got a whole chocolate cake, I don't trust that if my ass goes to the store, that that bitch is going to be there complete and whole when I come back. Okay. Granted, that is a short and small surface level of trust, but... No, but I hear what you're saying. But the reason that you don't trust the fact that that chocolate cake will be untouched is because I know you as a person. You know me as your little brother. And I'm going to do shit to fuck with you on purpose. And you like cake. But you trust that you say, Gary, don't eat this cake. You know you're going to come back and the cake's not going to be touched. I don't know. Mm. It all depends on the day. Damn. <laughs> it all depends on the day. And it all be- depends on how playful we've been. You're right. <laughs> it all depends but on it the all day. De- but it, it, it's also on that same... That's why I said I'm going to start with a, a, a basic and easy one. Like Trust for me is one of those things that I feel like is very easily gained and broken. But loyalty is one of those things that you cannot come back from. Like, say you're in a relationship. You trust that a person is not going to entertain other people or you trust that a person is not going to betray you as a person. But if that happens, you can rebuild trust. Through time and effort and understanding, you can rebuild trust. You can rebuild that foundation. But if I look at you and I say, you're not loyal to me because you're a chronic cheater. That loyalty is fucked up. So that trust does not matter anymore. Okay. I see what you're saying. So therefore, they're not the same thing. You can rebuild trust. You can't regain loyalty. How do you regain loyalty? This is true. You can't. You you can all. Once I feel like once a person feels like that you're not loyal to them no more, they cut you off. But can you really regain trust? Because if someone's a gambling addict, yeah, and they you 15 years sober. I mean, you okay? Say you're alcoholic. You 15 years sober, and we hanging out at the bar. There's people drinking in the group, but you're not drinking. You can trust that when you go to the bathroom that that person is not going to drink while you're gone because that person is 15 years sober. But if they have that drink, 
they broke your trust, but once they're back on the wagon and they're not drinking no more, you can rebuild that trust. Loyalty is something you can't get back. You do some disloyal shit, that person should, there's no, there's no excuse, there's no rational explanation you can make to make a person re-loyal. You hear people say all the time, oh, you broke my trust. You disappointed me and I trusted you to do such and such. You never heard a person say, <laughs> you broke the loyalty that you had to me. We're going to start over. And with time, I'll heal and I'm going to remember this shit, but I'm not going to get over it. I'm, I guess, I hear what you're saying. And I, I, it's like, that works. I'm wondering, in those cases, are people using the word trust be synonymous for loyalty? Because, I mean, the song, the song is These Hoes Ain't Loyal. Loyalty, 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 loyalty. <laughs> I've been, been resistant to doing that <laughs> since the beginning of this shit. But I was just thinking about, like, I think a lot of people are talking about loyalty and not about trust when they say some of the things they say. And I'm really giving it the, like, the thought process to think about can you rebuild loyalty? And I think, I think yes, you can rebuild loyalty depending on what the transgression was. Your mindset is going to females. No, I'm thinking about dudes. I'm really thinking about... Okay, okay, so if I did some disloyal shit, and what aspect and what ability would there be for me to regain loyalty? Because, here we go. Because in that same situation, you would never trust me again. Yeah. So, therefore, the loyalty is still out the window because you know at that point, if this circumstance happens, that person is not going to be loyal if, to you. If your friend was deep... I mean, this is movie shit, but I'm just, this, this is where my mind goes, because I love movies. Like, if your friend was deep into the drug game. Ten minutes. Hmm? Ten minutes. Oh, uh, was deep into the drug game, and you call, you, you fucking called, you, you made a deal, but you called the cops to got them arrested. That was disloyal as shit. But after they got out of prison, they was able to get their life together. I guess if they decided to get back in the drug game, they know they could never trust you to tell you again, because you... Snitched on the first time. Because you're a disloyal motherfucker. But is it... It's not because they don't trust you. It's because you're disloyal. I don't know about that. Because, I mean, I'm being you, I'm being disloyal to the life, to the... Mm, I guess the person that... I guess I'm being disloyal to the person that you are in hopes of getting to the person who you could be. But who am I to decide who you could be? I should just accept you as who you are because we're friends. So... Yeah, maybe you can't get loyalty back, but you can also, but you can always rebuild trust. Yeah, you did some dirty, cruddy, cruddy shit. I don't trust you no more. With time, if you show that you are trustworthy, then there's no no such word as loyalty worthy. If you're worthy of this trust, then you will regain it. But loyalty is not something that you can rebuild because. That given situation shows that if the opportunity presents itself, you are going to be disloyal. I'm just actually looking at the word loyalty. I want to see the with the Webster. I don't know why. Now it's just stuck in my head. Every time you say loyalty, I just want to sing. Start singing. The quality. <laughs> fucking. I hate the Webster dictionary. Definition of loyalty: the quality of being loyal. Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> like, he. What's loyal? 
that's what I'm going to now. Giving or showing firm, constant support or allegiance to a person or institution. Damn, that is a good definition. Constant is the standout word in that statement. Yeah. So once, once it's once, no longer a constant, constant, it's finite. And it's over and done for. Pew, 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 pew. Fucking <laughs> hate you. Yo, you're a loser. Hey, and your feet stink. Fuck you, hating ass nigga. Damn, yeah, that's a really interesting one. Yeah, faithful, true, true-hearted, true blue. I don't like that one. That sounds too fucking like the police and fuck the police. Unwavering, committed, constant, unfailing, dependable. These are some really good synonyms. So therefore, again, yet again. I mean, there was no right or wrong. Okay, I'll give it to you. I'll let you have it. <laughs> I've been, been crushing you week after week. Yo, yo you delusional. He got his one week, everybody. His I, one don't think week, even, I don't think you've been listening to these podcasts his, after we post them. His one week of stardom. All right. Mm-hmm. It's cool. I'll give it to him. But at the end of the day, we're going to wrap this up. And just as a reminder, fuck this new nigga shit. <laughs> do what you got to do. But... It's about community. The individual is great, but without community, without loyalty, without trust, that person shouldn't be in your life, yo. Like, I know it's a lot of us that just, we got a person. Most of us got at least one that's loyal to a fault, but on some level you question... Their oneness for the relationship, if that makes sense. And that person shouldn't be in your life, yo. You got a question if that person should be around, they shouldn't fuck them. Don't don't wish ill will on them, but that's facts. Sometimes you gotta grow up and move on. Not every relationship is a good relationship just because they're a tolerable person. Facts. And on that note, appreciate y'all listening. We here for another one. Check us out again next week. Peace.